Hello and welcome to Nick's Knack for Neologism's episode 30, where we define and discuss the most amazing words in the English language. Last episode, we covered placate, pugnacious, disquiet, and herald. And in this episode, I've got five very fun words. They're a little bizarre, but I think you guys are going to like them. Doppelganger, skullduggery, tomfoolery, rubberneck, and poppycock. So let's get on with our first word. Our first word is doppelganger. It is spelled D-O-P-P-E-L-G-A-N-G-E-R. I believe it's German, doppelganger. D-O-P-P-E-L-G-A-N-G-E-R, doppelganger. And it means a ghostly double or counterpart of a living person. So it's a noun. And usually when I hear doppelganger, I just think of somebody's twin. So if someone says you have a doppelganger out there, it just means you have someone who looks exactly like you. But the word used to mean or literally means spirit walker. So imagine if you saw someone who looked like your mom or your dad, your best friend or whatever, and they eerily looked like them or they eerily resembled them almost such that they were identical, but not really. There's something that's just a little off, but it kind of gives you maybe a little bit of scare. You feel a little uneasy about it because of the way they look. That would be more of a strict definition for doppelganger. But for our purposes and for maybe a test or for the GRE or whatever, it's just easier to remember a twin. So doppelganger is twin. Our mnemonic, I think, is pretty easy. We can just think of doppel as double, and hopefully that'll cue us into double, an exact double of something doppelganger, doppelganger. I've had a number of people out there tell me that I have my own doppelganger, but I've never seen anyone who actually looks like me. A long time ago when I used to have hair, people said that I look like Steve from Sex and the City. And then I Google it once and I'm like, eh, not really. We kind of had similar receding hairlines, but I think he's a lot more handsomer than I am. And then someone else said that I had a doppelganger in Minnesota. This was many years ago, but of course I've never seen that person, but I would love to see him. And then I remember maybe 10, 15 years ago when Saddam Hussein was a big thing politically, you could look up and find all sorts of different doppelgangers for him. And I was like, dude, I don't know who is who. It's very hard to tell the difference between the real Saddam and the fake Saddam. But then I thought to myself, well, Saddam is no more genetically different than the rest of us. So surely all of us probably have out there like 20, 30, 40, 50, maybe hundreds of people that look very similar to ourselves. Isn't that crazy? Just think about that for a moment. It's kind of crazy. Publishing is notoriously a bandwagon industry jam-packed with doppelgangers and duplicate titles. My friend said he spoke to me earlier that day, but I know for a fact that he did not. And so I wonder if perhaps he had spoken to my doppelganger instead. It is possible to be a doppelganger of someone else if you make yourself look exactly like them in appearance and dress. Many political figures have a doppelganger to pretend to be them if they believe they will be in danger. They use their doppelganger as a decoy. So that's the word doppelganger, and we're just going to remember double, doppel, double, and hopefully that'll cue us into, oh right, that means a duplicate of ourselves or of someone else. All right, let's move on to our next word, which is skullduggery. It is a noun, skullduggery. This is probably my favorite word out of all of them, and I sometimes use it just because I think it's so outlandish. How can you not use a word like skullduggery? S-K-U-L-L-D-U-G-G-E-R-Y. S-K-U-L-L-D-U-G-G-E-R-Y. Skullduggery. It's a noun. And it means dishonorable proceedings, mean, dishonesty, or trickery, 
or an instance of dishonest or deceitful behavior trick. So if you guys remember the word chicanery that we did, I don't know, maybe years ago. I'm not really sure when we did it, but it was a while ago. Chicanery and trick. I think of skull, skullduggery and chicanery are pretty much the same thing. I think the only slight distinction I see there, and I don't know if it's valid or not, it's just the only distinction I make, is skullduggery maybe has a little more dishonesty to it, maybe a little more mean-spiritness to it than chicanery does, but they both mean trickery. So skullduggery, chicanery, trickery, synonyms. And when I think of skullduggery, I just think of someone digging up skulls in the backyard. They're, they're up to no good, right? They're up to something. I mean, if you're digging up skulls, in the backyard, you're certainly up to some sort of trick or trickery, right? That's our mnemonic, digging up skulls. Or you can think of skulls, you know, they're associated with pirates and pirate ships. Maybe you see a, a skull on one of the pirates' flags and you think, okay, these are dishonest people. We can't trust them. Har, har, har in our skullduggery. Can't trust a pirate, right? Maybe that'll help cue you into the definition. So that's skullduggery. We use persuasion, skullduggery, and even force to subvert their institutions and to destroy their present culture. The insurance company was investigated by the FBI after claims of skullduggery and cheating customers were reported. The local gas station was known for its skullduggery, but it wasn't until they were shut down for overcharging customers that they realized how dishonest the company truly was. Marcus always knew about his brother's skullduggery towards others, but he never expected him to lie to his face. Bianca used her charm and beauty for skullduggery and tricked many wealthy men to give her thousands of dollars. The used car salesmen used skullduggery to rig cars into looking like they ran perfectly in order to sell cars at a higher price. Skullduggery. Digging up skulls, folks. Digging up skulls. I'm proud to say I have not engage in any skullduggery lately in my own life. I was thinking, I was like, there's got to be some skullduggery, but you know what? There isn't. I've, uh, I've been walking the line lately, you guys. I'm definitely walking the line. All right, let's move on to our next word, which is tomfoolery. Tomfoolery. It is a noun as well. T-O-M-F-O-O-L-E-R-Y. Tomfoolery. T-O-M-F-O-O-L-E-R-Y. A noun, and it means... Foolish or silly behavior, tomfoolishness, a silly act, matter, or thing. So I think the mnemonic is pretty easy. This is going to be the easiest mnemonic of this podcast, tomfoolery, right? You just think of Tom fooling around. It's got the word fool in it. So I think it's pretty hard for us to remember or hard for us to forget rather what the word means, tomfoolery. And the first time I heard this word was in the movie Goodwill Hunting. So if you guys go on YouTube, Type in Goodwill Hunting Tomfoolery. You'll see the clip that I'm I'm talking about, but it's got a oh my gosh, I'm trying to blink on his name. What's his name? Ben. Oh my god, Ben Aff. No, Ben. It does have Ben Affleck, but it's got the other guy. I can't remember his name. This is horrible. I'm thinking of an amnesia right now. But uh, anyhow, the main the main character is sitting across the table from a psychiatrist or psychologist or whatever, and uh, he essentially tells the main actor of Goodwill Hunting. What is his name? What is his name? Ben, I'm going to have to type this in. Oh my God, it's Matt Damon. God, I can't, it's just crazy. For some reason, Matt Damon has always looked like a Ben to me. So I always get Ben Affleck and Matt Damon confused. But anyhow, so Matt Damon is sitting across from this this guy, this older gentleman who is presumably psychiatrist or psychologist or whatever. And he's telling Matt Damon that he no longer can engage in, what does he say? 
No more horseplay, tomfoolery, or shenanigans. Kind of like telling him to get his life together and stop clowning around. It's a really good clip. You guys should go on YouTube and, and check it out. But anyhow, that's the first time I heard the word tomfoolery. Foolish or silly behavior, a silly act, matter, or thing. Tom is fooling around. My sister is far too serious to play pranks on any of our neighbors, so I had to engage in that tomfoolery by myself. My mother frowns on all types of tomfoolery, from the making of funny faces to the calling of silly names. People who do not take themselves or anyone else seriously are most likely to engage in ridiculous tomfoolery like putting clear tape over a doorway. My favorite type of tomfoolery is the kind that makes everyone around me laugh, even if I look silly or foolish. A clown's entire act is based on tomfoolery and silliness such as smashing pies in people's faces and laughing in an overly ridiculous manner. Tom foolery. What a weird word. You gotta wonder how a word like that even came to be, right? Tom foolery. Maybe there was some guy named Tom and he was just a complete fool. Tom's fooling around, all that Tom foolery. I like to pretend that's, that's the way the word was created. Tom and his foolishness. Huh. All right, let's move on to our next word, which is rubberneck. I may have said this before. Okay, this is my favorite word. And this is the word that I actually use a lot. All right, sometimes I use the other ones just kind of jokingly, but rubbernecking is a fun word. And it's one of those words that I have a very strong visual association with. I think that's why I like it so much. Rubberneck, it's a verb. R-U-B-B-E-R-N-E-C-K, rubberneck. Just taking the word rubber and taking the word neck and putting them together, rubberneck. R-U-B-B-E-R-N-E-C-K, rubberneck. To look about or stare with great curiosity as by craning the neck or turning the head. So that makes that makes kind of sense, right? If you have a rubber neck and it's full of elasticity, you're going to be able to crank that neck around and really look at all the different things around you. So when I think of rubber neck, I'm going to share with you guys the visual association I have with the word, and it'll probably help you remember it as well. But I just think of people inside of a car on the highway. There's like four people in this sedan, right? And there's this huge accident to the right with police cars and fire cars or whatever they're called, fire trucks and all that. My brain is not working this morning. And they're all, you know how people do that kind of slow look where they all just kind of slowly crank their head as they're driving by? That is a classic example of rubbernecking. So if you're gawking at someone, if you find someone attractive and they're walking by and you can't take their eyes off of them and you're cranking your neck as you're doing it, you, my friend, are a rubbernecker. You're rubbernecking. Some acted like a bunch of rubberneckers at the scene of an accident and asked a lot of questions. She couldn't stop rubbernecking. He was much too cute to take her eyes off him as he walked around the fountain. I almost hit the car ahead of me while rubbernecking a car accident on the highway. I'm definitely guilty of that myself. Rubbernecking, an intrusion of privacy or a compliment to one's appearance. You be the judge. My favorite thing to do is rubberneck the ducks rubbernecking each other. Out of all the rubberneckers, I opine the owl has the greatest advantage of rubbernecking, for it can easily rotate its neck around in all directions. Rubbernecking. Yes, craning our neck around, looking at everything that catches our attention. All right, let's move on to our next word, which is poppycock. Poppycock, it is a noun, P-O-P-P-Y-C-O-C-K, poppycock. And it means nonsense, foolish talk. Babble, baloney, bunk, drivel, hooey, malarkey, gibberish. These are all things that are poppycock, related to poppycock or mean poppycock. 
So if someone tells you something and it's completely nonsense or just an utter contradiction, you can say, you know what? You know, instead of saying that's just bull, you can say, you know what? That's poppycock. Poppycock. I think poppycock is probably an older word. I think it was probably used back in the day. I feel like I feel like poppycock is something an American wouldn't say, but I could see a British person saying it. So that's straight poppycock. Enough with the poppycock, sir. No more poppycock around here. Tomfoolery and all your skullduggery and all your gibberish. It's straight poppycock. Yeah, poppycock. It's a fun word. Our mnemonic for this one, you guys are going to have to come up with your own mnemonic. But when I see poppy, I think of poopy. And I just think of crap. Something that's just nonsense. Doesn't make sense. Poppycock. The political poppycock of the bickering candidates kept the board from being able to discuss real issues at hand. Although some regard the idea of global warming as poppycock, scientists stress that it is real and not rubbish. The poppycock articles inside the gossip magazines are full of empty nonsense. The statement, anything is possible, is strictly poppycock. If anything is possible, then it's possible for nothing to be possible. Come now, Matthew said to Jonas. What do we mean by all-powerful? Can God create a square circle or an unmarried bachelor? No one has that kind of power. That's poppycock, Jonas replied. You're asking the impossible. So that is poppycock. Nonsense. Those are our five words. Doppelganger, skullduggery, tomfoolery, rubberneck, and poppycock. Because I don't think it gets much funner than that. I mean, those are just some bizarre words. Got to make you wonder, like, where did those words even come from? They're so peculiar. All right, so let's go through our five words. And let's see if we can remember the definition or the mnemonic. We'll first start with our first word, which was doppel. Ganger, what was our what was our mnemonic for doppelganger? Doppelganger, double is our hint. Double, yes, it's like a twin or an exact duplicate of something. Publishing is notoriously a bandwagon industry jam-packed with doppelgangers and duplicate titles. Doppelganger, a ghostly double or counterpart of a living person. Then we had skullduggery. What was our mnemonic for skullduggery? And I told you guys, anytime anyone is digging up skulls in the backyard, it only can mean one thing. Trickery. Skullduggery. Skullduggery and chicanery are synonyms. We use persuasion, skullduggery, and even force to subvert their institutions and destroy their culture. Skullduggery. And then we had tomfoolery. Tom Foolery. This is the one that I thought was the easiest mnemonic or easiest of them all because we thought about Tom and Tom fooling around. And then we were like, oh yeah, Tom Foolery just means like joking around, messing around, clowning around. Tom Foolery. My sister's far too serious to play pranks on any of our neighbors, so I had to engage in that tomfoolery myself. Then we went on to rubberneck. My favorite of these, rubberneck, a word I definitely recommend you guys incorporating to your everyday vocabulary. Rubberneck. What does rubber neck mean? What would happen if you had a rubber neck, an elastic neck? You would look around at everything, right? To stare about with great curiosity. Out of all the rubberneckers, I opine the owl has the greatest advantage of rubbernecking for it can easily rotate its neck around in all directions. Rubber neck. Then we moved on to poppycock. This is the one where you had to come up with your mnemonic on your own because we said poppy related to poopy is what I think poopy and if something's poopy it just is 
utter crap, man. It's nonsense. It's foolish. What are you talking about? That's poppycock, right? Poppycock. Something that just doesn't make sense. The political poppycock of the bickering candidates kept the board from being able to discuss real issues. All right, so that sums it up for episode 30 for Nick Snack for Neologisms. I'm glad you guys came. I'm glad you guys are listening. Our five words, doppelganger, skullduggery, tomfoolery, rubberneck, and poppycock. If you haven't already, please head over to iTunes and leave me a review. It helps others just like yourself find my podcast sean jesse on may 17th of this year said such a great podcast please do more i don't know what happened but i love this podcast you make learning new words fun please do more episodes thank you sean for the great review i hope you're enjoying the new episodes and if you guys leave me a review on itunes perhaps i will read your review on my next episode thanks so much for listening and stay tuned for episode 31 bye-bye